Hey everyone, welcome to the Slugcast. I'm Jeremy, and today I'm going to be talking about the art and design games and playable media major and some of the changes it's going through to hopefully quell some of the confusion surrounding its recent evolutions. The AGPM major is one of the most unique majors this campus offers. It provides a space for students to critically think about the theory behind their favorite games and how their mechanics alter the player's experience. Unlike Baskin's more technically focused computer science game design major, AGPM stands as the art-focused alternative with a more freeform curriculum, allowing students to take classes from the art, theater, music, film, computational media, and history of art and visual culture departments for elective credits. This flexibility is really great for some students as it gives them a lot of ways to experiment with their interests. However, it also leaves a lot of students wanting a more specific academic direction, or being confused on what they should be spending their time in academia on. In the past, the AGPM and CSGD majors have had a tight bond as they both inhabit the game dev spaces on campus. However, recently, the two departments have begun a gradual separation as each major has desired to focus on different aspects of game studies. AGPM has cut back on the required computer science and computational media classes, which has left a lot of students interested in CS topics feeling left out. CMPM 80K, a once required class that was a selling point for game studies at UCSC, is now only an optional elective. In addition, AGPM has now merged with theater to create the Department of Play, Performance, and Design. The art and design games and playable media major is moving in a direction that seems very unclear to a lot of students and may leave some a bit confused. To clear up the commotion surrounding these changes, I have with us one of our peer advisors for the AGPM major, Tiana Chomzi. Hi Tiana, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. Could you tell us a bit about how long you've been an AGPM peer advisor? Yeah, so I believe I've been an AGPM peer advisor for almost a year now. I started back in the summer of 2022. Um, and yeah. And while you've been working as an advisor, um, what sort of changes have been happening? Well, I I think that I joined the made or I joined being a peer advisor just right after they implemented the changes back in spring 2022. Um, those requirements um, basically removed a lot of the um, programming requirements as well as just some of the other lower foundational courses that we felt weren't necessary for students to take anymore um, as we felt the major was moving in a different direction. So I actually joined at a time after the changes had occurred. Um, but yeah, and then now we're up to this current day and I feel like um, there is changes that are still coming and I will be able to experience those as a peer advisor. Um, and I'm a little nervous about that. <laughs> <laughs> are there any changes that you are able to talk about or... I think as of right now, it's it's hard to know what I, the exact changes will be because they are they're not completely um, like approved by the school yet. Um, but what I can probably say is that the new requirements will probably have students, um, I think, working on taking more upper division electives in their uh like third and fourth year and then also in their lower year we're going to be implementing more foundational courses and they we will be changing some of the requirements that we currently have for what foundational courses we have in place it sounds like students are in for a new and interesting experience definitely i think hopefully we can find a way to balance and um, i guess ease students through the process of these changes because i know that current students that are still going through the major might 
be affected by the new requirements. So we want to make sure that we can still um, allow students to, you know, meet all those requirements or waive them if they don't fit into their schedules, I guess. I don't know. It's it's hard to know what exactly I can say. Yeah. yeah. And what should new and incoming students expect to take away from the AGPM major? I think that new students are going to get a, I think, more um, experimental side of game design than what previous students might have experienced with our major. Um, I know that our major used to be more closely connected to the CSGD major, um, but now that we are more involved with um, the the Department of Performance Plane Design, as well as like with the theater major, I do see, you know, incoming students um, experiencing more classes that just like break traditional boundaries of what game design are, um, as well as just like students might, you know, go through courses that have like, you know, where faculty teach them about um, how to properly implement, like, I guess, ethics into game design, as well as like, you know, like looking at game design in Hmm, it's hard to say. I think that the themes that we're moving more towards are, um, you know, trying to focus on um, how the industry, how video games can be used as a tool for um, inclusivity and as just as a way to um, express yourself, I guess. Also, it's it's a little bit hard. I like I said, like when I say like the major is moving in a more experimental direction, I think that it, it really just means we are going to try and push the boundaries of of what is deemed as traditional game design, I guess. So now that the major is shifting its focus away from CS and the CSGD major, um, is there a place for students in the AGPM major who are still interested in CS and CMPM? I think, I mean, it's it's really hard to answer from my perspective because I am not a student who really spends a lot of time like with programming or you know computational media related um stuff but i think it is possible that students who are still like heavily interested in cs stuff are like can still be involved in our major and also like participate in certain aspects of our curriculum but i also think that since this major is really trying to you know create its own identity separate from csgd i think that it means that some students who their where their primary interest is computer science, they, it, this major might not be a fit for them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think that there will be chances for them to, you know, use um, programming in, you know, certain class settings and certain, um, you know, uh, like in certain courses and certain projects um, that are, you know, in the art G like classes. But I don't think that it's going to be the, fr- the primary focus of our courses. In fact, I think that most of our courses are probably moving in a direction where students will be given more flexibility with what tools they can use to create games for game projects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any ways for students to get involved in the discussions surrounding the changes in this major? I think it's a really great question because I myself have been trying to figure out how I can get involved in these discussions. I think it's been, you know, I've been in a better position than most other students to be able to at least get my voice heard because of my position as a peer advisor. I get, you know, um, I get a direct pathway to talking with our major advisor, Davina. And also um, I do get the opportunity to 
like speak through her to get my voice heard like um, by faculty. But, you know, for students who are obviously not in my position, it's, it's a lot more difficult. I think um, oftentimes like students don't necessarily know who to reach out to in this major because we're sort of like drifting without leadership sometimes. At least that's how it may feel for some students. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that if if students are, you know, in good communication with their current faculty, their current instructors, I think that you can always talk to them as a way to have your voice heard or to, to um, you know, get your problems out there because they may be a good pathway for you um, or they may, they, may, they may be a good representative for you um, in terms of like going going up to faculty or going up to people in higher positions and telling them, hey, we have a lot of students with these concerns or we have students who want to hear more about, you know, changes in the major. Um, and you're always welcome to talk with me like a peer advisor um, if you have questions or you want to know how to get more involved in the discussion surrounding this major. Um, I can always either, you know, speak for you, speak on behalf of you or also find a way for you um, to find the right person to talk to. So I can always connect you with the right person. Um, So yeah, I think we hopefully will have a town hall either this quarter or some point soon, um, just so students can, again, like speak with faculty, um, get their concerns heard and stuff like that. But um, we'll see. And if a student is interested in working on games or learning about the game development process, are there any places around campus where they can do that? Well, that's actually a really crazy question. (laughs) Um, I have heard of a few clubs on campus in which students, you know, could really benefit from, you know, a community of students who just love games, whether it's making games, playing games, um, just being involved in communities in which we want to you know, moves our, move ourselves forward through learning skills, um, surrounded, like, you know, regarding game design. Um, there's a few clubs on campus. There is, um, GDA, which is the game design art collaboration. Um, another game development club that we have on campus is IGC, which I believe is the indie game development coalition. I hope I said that right. And then, um, also we have just like for a space for students who want to play games, um, we have TGA, which is the Tabletop Tabletop Games Association. So, you know, there's three clubs in which you, I'm sure you would be able to find, you know, people who are interested in games, just a really nice community of people who all want to, you know, gain skills, just, you know, work on finding their way through the industry. I know that college sometimes sort of feels like it's not the most direct pathway to the industry. And I can definitely understand that. And I think that as long as you're putting yourself in a community outside of academics, you you probably have a better chance of, um, you know, learning new skills, um, gaining experience and then just, you know, properly or I don't know about properly, but (laughs) just like, you know, putting yourself out there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm definitely going to check out uh, GDA. That sounds really interesting. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for talking with us today, Tiana. You had some great insight into the games major. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And also um, contact AGPM Peer Advising and AGPM Advising if you have more questions. Great. If you'd like to know more about the AGPM major, you can check out the department website at agpm.ucsc.edu.
Thank you for listening to the Slugcast. Stay tuned to our Spotify and Apple Music pages for future episodes and check out our Instagram at, at UCSC Slugcast. <laughs>